You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Caitlin completed her gender reassignment in 2017, finally confirming that no one in that family wants a white dick. That is Blake Griffin at the roast of Alec Baldwin, and we are fanatics coming to you live from the Laugh Factory on the Sunset Strip. I gotta say, Blake Griffin, good delivery, still dropping the Kardashian jokes. Yeah. By the way, I'm pretty sure that Neil Brennan is writing his jokes. <laughs> I was just gonna say, who do you think wrote that joke? Because that is a solid, that's a solid Kardashian joke, which is hard to write a solid Kardashian joke. Exactly. In this First of all, he, he wasn't sitting there with a memo pad at coffee being like, let me think of a good <laughs> Kardashian. There's no chance. You don't think so? I, I would I would actually bet you money right now that Neil Brennan wrote those jokes. You don't think Blake Griffin was at a La Brea Starbucks just sweating that shit out? No, I think a bunch of nerds were pitching him jokes, and he's like, I like that one. Yeah, they were at fucking Spago. Yeah. Over a $600 bottle of wine. You think Blake Griffin was going to open mics <laughs> testing these jokes out? No. We Congratulations. Actually, we actually have uh, Antonio Brown's PR agent on the line. Really? Like, very Shut busy lady. Up. Very busy lady. We were able to get her. Um, Antonio Brown's PR agent. Do you have any comment on the current Antonio Brown situation? Where is she? I don't know. There's a weird echo. Uh, she, she must have like T-Mobile. In, in a haunted house. Can we, get her, can we get her back on the line, please? Antonio Brown's PR agent. Can we get your back on the line? Where are you? Tommy, do we have her? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The connection just got a little faulty. Okay, here she is. Oh. I think she's hung herself, though. Oh, really? It sounds like someone's put on a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you guys visit mybookie.ag. Okay, listen. If you listen to this podcast, you're probably somewhat a fanatic of sports. Why aren't you gambling on sports? You should be gambling on sports. What else are you going to do with that money? Waste it on fucking paninis? No. Uh, take gonna, girls on dates? You're going to take girls on dates? No. You're going to make money. You're going to bet it because you know a lot about sports because you listen to this podcast. Okay? So make sure sure you go to mybookie.ag join now and my bookie will double your first deposit what will they do bill they're gonna double your first deposit they're gonna increase it 100 they're gonna double your first deposit so if you gamble why wouldn't you go to mybookie.ag just if you do that make sure you use the program uh, promo code for our program fanatics f-a-n-a-t I-C-S. Yes, I can spell. Uh, make sure you use the promo code FANATICS. That being said, we do have on the line the spokesperson for my bookie and odds maker extraordinaire. It is none other than our friend, Rafael Esparza. Rafael, how are you, sir? Pretty good. How about yourself? I am doing well. It is so good to hear your voice. Rafael, how, were, how was your action last week? How was your NFL week? It was good. I mean, once we saw the Bears go down on Thursday and the Cleveland Browns go down on Sunday, those were two biggest heavy bet teams to win the Super Bowl. So we got a good laugh on week one. Now it's overreaction Tuesday. So uh, our overreaction week two. So now we get to see what the betters do because everyone thinks uh, the Baltimore Ravens are maybe going to play the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Really? So overreaction Tuesday. Why don't you tell me a little bit more what that means? So this is basically where everyone is like going crazy overreacting to week one. 
Oh, yeah, just, just thinking uh, that the Baltimore Ravens are going to represent the AFC. Tom Brady would never lose a game again. The Dallas Cowboys are going to go 16-0. and The Cleveland Browns are going to go 0-16. The Bears would never score a touchdown. I mean, it's, it's just hilarious <laughs> what the people just start. Just the, their, their minds just get blown away. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, they get blown out. I mean, some of those losses are not bad losses. Everyone is making fun of the Atlanta Falcons. Because they got blown away by the Vikings. But that's a bad road trip for Atlanta. And the Falcons got to sit around just like we did and watch the Packers play the Bears on Thursday night. You don't think they're <laughs> motivated to show the Packers are Bear fans that uh, we, we're, we're a force in this division too? So it's a, it's just an overreaction. I just love it. I just love how the sky is falling for some teams. So what happens this week? Um, minus 1.5. Um Mitchell Trubisky touchdowns versus Antonio Brown sexual assault allegations. Which one are you taking? Oh, I'm taking uh, over in this uh, Antonio Brown. It's just because the sky, now the sky is falling for him. <laughs> the sky is falling for him. I mean, Bill, boy, he's is- had a... He's had a horrible couple of weeks. It has been a horrible couple of weeks. This is what I love about Raphael. You can throw him these crazy prop bets, and his brain just computes <laughs> them, and he doesn't even skip a beat. You know what I mean? So, Raphael, how does a better looking at this take advantage? They're going to mybookie.ag. How do they take – what are they looking at? What should they take advantage of in, in reaction in reaction so, Tuesday? I mean, there's some good value. I think the Atlanta Falcons, like I said, the sky is falling because they got whooped in Minnesota. But now you're telling me they're plus two at home. You figure that offense is going to play much better with Matt Ryan at home. And the Eagles are nothing like we've seen in the past. Uh, so I, I like the Falcons. I, I just think that's overreaction. And Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Pittsburgh minus four at home. Uh, uh, Big Ben, you know, he always plays good at home. You figure the Steelers' defense wants to show up. And I'm not, and I'm not blown away with the Seattle Seahawks' offense. So I think those right. two teams, I think, have good value. So you don't think, you know, the Falcons now have their top two kind of uh, first-round picks they spent on linemen. Both those guys are going to be out. You don't think the Eagles can kind of make a, a pass rush to take advantage of that? I, I do, but it's not like the Eagles are like the uh, the Bears' defense when they won the Super Bowl. So I'm not seeing that the Eagles are going to expose them. But, again, I, I just think it's going to be offense for offense. And that's why I kind of like the over. I just think we're going to see oh. a lot of points scored in that game, and I just give me the give me the plus points at home on a Sunday night game with the over. Interesting. Let's go through some of these and see where you see the smart bets on these. You see, you like this bill? We can get the info, right? Mm-hmm. So, what about Saints Rams? What do you think on? What are you taking there? I'm going to punch someone if I see a, a Saints fan of a, a, a referee jersey on or if I have to hear how they <laughs> how they missed uh, on the Super Bowl last year. But I'm hoping the Rams just blow them out so I can just laugh at all the Saints fans who are still upset about last year. Uh, it's going to be a lot closer game. I think it's going to be a defensive battle game. I wasn't the Saints. You think be it's going to be a defensive game. battle game, huh? Yeah, I think the Saints offense looked really bad last week i mean drew Brees doesn't look i think in the second quarter he he could barely throw a 20 yard pass give me the rams at home yeah i think he only had one pass over 20 yards that that whole game but uh, how old is jared goff i think he's in his late 20s maybe mid 20s what is the oldest age that it's pathetic to contract mono at (laughs) i know I mean, what's next? Why didn't they hide that? What's next? Someone's going to say they can't play next week because of pink eye? Is that why he's going to have a visor on his helmet? <laughs> I was totally blown away that the, that, the, that their social media and, 
in the public relations say, hey, he can't play because of Mano. Say, hey, he hurt his shoulder. He's going to be out. Or at least put him in a bubble in the sideline. Well, I mean, are you guys now taking bets on how many weeks it will be before his mononucleosis clears up? Uh, I think we're going to put over under how many girls come out and say they got mono from him. So (laughs) you should do that for uh, the Mike Vick, Ron Mexico story. I I like that. You like that? Did you guys put Larry King in your death pool last week? Uh, We're working on it. I I had so much stuff to do. I had to put political democratic odds this week, wrestling odds. uh, So I'm going to work on that over the weekend. I'm going to add some, I mean, I'm going to probably add four or five more, people to the death pool we did get a lot of people last week who wanted to know uh what is the weirdest bet you've ever action you've ever taken or, or been a part of uh there's two of them i'm gonna say i had uh, uh bill cosby prison odds uh mm. up I, I i had willie say hey 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 in court <laughs> uh, and uh i had i put up odds for who what, what toy is going to be uh, selected in the toy hall of fame one year <laughs> oh really I mean, so what was your process? What did you set the odds on hey, hey, hey at? I mean, uh, I that's think obviously like, not going to happen. Yeah, I think I put the no like minus 2,000. I just did that just so I could put a funny meme on Twitter and laugh at myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do prop bets come, come up? Like, how do they get big enough that all of a sudden people are pooling in to bet on them? Because I feel like it's I, almost like trending on Twitter. Like someone yeah, has to I start just, it. Totally, yeah. I, that's what I do. I just look at social media, Instagram and Twitter, and if I see something that's trending or that's funny or that's going to make me laugh or make my wife look at me shaking her head, I'm going to post it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they also do professional wrestling. Have, which I think is have you ever done a prop bet that just blew up that you weren't expecting? You just put it out there and all of a sudden you had thousands of people betting on it? I had an email from someone that that said that they were working for part of the El Chapo uh, people, and they said I should not be putting odds on that. That one kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> hey, how do you get my email address? And B, I'm going to put more to El Chapo prison odds up after I read that email. Yo, you're you're a brave man. So you're telling me some of El Chapo's people got in touch with you, and you were like, "I'm doubling down on this." Oh my god! Oh yeah, I'm like, oh this is even great because a he must be following me on social media. I might be I might be big in Tijuana. There you yeah. go, Raphael. He's El Chapo's personal bookie. We heard it right here. Um, what else do you see? I'm looking at this Bills Giants. Uh, the odds I'm looking are minus one and a half Buffalo. I think that's kind of uh, a good one to get some action on what do you think of bills giants I, I like the bills i mean they played well come from behind at that offensive line protected uh both the uh, quarterbacks and the running backs and i like the way they control the tempo and didn't panic when they came when they went down early so that's does, gonna be a big that's gonna be a big nice uh game i think the buffalo bills are gonna be surprised is is does josh allen have a burgeoning accuracy here do you see his accuracy getting better I hope so. I mean, Buffalo fans hope so because uh, they, they invested on him. I mean, that's a big – any kind of your quarterback struggling all that, all you need is Ws. And Buffalo, granted, some of those games are in preseason. And at the end of last year, they won 42, uh, like the 14 against Miami. So they're coming in this on a six-game winning streak. So when you're in the locker room, Ws from last year carry over from Ws now, and now you get a big W in week one. I like that. But speaking of the opposite of Ws and the – Miami Dolphins. Who's having oh. a worse week? Dolphins fans, Antonio Brown, or Sam Darnold's spleen? Uh, I'm going to say Dolphins fans because I'm hearing that if they lose again, that they're going to play the Tennessee Vowels in college football <laughs> in, the, in the toilet bowl game on New Year's Day. What is what is the spread on this? What do you guys have it at? 
We have it at 19, but some wise guy actually came in this afternoon on the Dolphins. Now, I don't think the Dolphins are going to win this game, but I think New England uh, uh, maybe win this game by 17 because Tom Brady struggles in my in Miami year after year. I don't know if Giselle Bunchen's just hanging around in a bikini the whole time and he's distracted all week. But the Patriots are all, are one in six against his friend. Can, can in I come in on that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. And, um, and the home team has covered 14 out of 17. Oh really? So, uh, but you don't think even with how shitty Miami is, some of that historical stuff with Brady down there might change? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think my I think New England wins by seventeen. Okay. Well, Bill, what did you want to say? I just want to say that uh, Tom Brady and Giselle have been married for how long? Uh, in Hollywood years or in real life? In real life. I think what over ten years. I think he's no longer attracted to her. I know for the rest of us, <laughs> she's a supermodel. But I'm telling you, Tom Brady looks at her and just goes, "Ugh." <laughs> anyway, he might be right. What's over under on that? <laughs> well, yeah, what's the divorce? Well, do you guys have celebrity divorce tables? If someone asked me if I did death pulls and all that, why don't I do celebrity? Uh, yeah, I think that would be great. I might do one for J-Lo and A-Rod. If, when they actually get married, the day of their wedding, I'm going to put odds. Because I think that would trend well, the day of their wedding. I think that would trend well. Yeah, and you guys do like movie openings and stuff too, right? Yeah, I do a, a Rotten Tomato over underscores on big movies and stuff. What about the like uh, box office? Uh, I, I do them for the big ones. I get in one for The Last Avengers. Of course, I do it for the Star Wars ones. I don't do it for all movies because uh, I, I try to have a life. You know what I think the most interesting movie bet will be in the future hmm. is avatar 2 oh yeah oh yeah because i don't think people know how 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 the audiences are going to receive that movie and whether people even show up or not if people yeah. like i don't think like people avatar was cool at the time but nobody cares about avatar no, it's nobody's no like, one's talking about movie. it no one's like you know oh my god i love that character that blue character <laughs> i have the action figure yeah there's like no creepy brony dudes like dressing up <laughs> there's like no avatar video games characters. Yeah. i rather watch smurfs 3 than avatar the next one that yeah. is a bold statement it makes me question what you do in your free time Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> not much of my free time but i was the only odds maker to put uh Horror odds, up, but I had a total deaths of Michael Myers in the last Halloween, or Halloween movie. <laughs> That's good. That's kind of funny. You could do like you know, to be vulgar, you could go the porn route too. You know I, did I, mean? have, I did Ooh. have. I did have bukkake shots. Uh, you're in Vegas, right? There you go. Yes, I did have. I had AVN awards last year because we did. Because uh, Cardi B did. Uh, was their I guess musical guest. So I put. Would she, would she have a. Uh, uh, a nip slip during the show, and would she be not? Would she go up on stage and kiss a porn star? So I had a whole bunch of AVN uh, awards last year. Oh, very nicely. Um, That's a great job you have there. It is an excellent <laughs> job. Where are you based? <laughs> I lived in two places. I live in Vegas and in New Orleans. Oh, that's awesome. Those are fun. And you're married. Yes, no kids though. That's why I'm been married. Dude, for so Raphael long. is just doing it right. Yeah, man. you're killing the game. To, to killing the game. But speaking of porn, what's your like? What's your money shot? of the week the one thing if you got to put the mortgage on it what should people what should people be looking at well i'm gonna say uh we're gonna go to college football i'm gonna say uh the over in a texas tech arizona game it's the latest game on saturday so you east course people while you're watching ufd and boxing watch that game there's gonna be tons of points the total is 76 i think Whoa. both teams hit the, i think both teams hit the high 46 holy shit that's crazy so the over under on that is 76 yeah that's Northern insane. Arizona scored 44 points at Tucson against Arizona last week. The Lumberjacks, uh, give me the over. 
Dude, I love when you start talking that college football because that's the minutia that makes it real. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't tell you the last time I watched an Arizona State football game. You know? Do you do? Do you watch? Do you watch horse racing too? Oh yeah, I mean, great. So, there's some great stakes for stake races at Belmont and Kentucky Downs this, uh, this Saturday. But what do you think about all this justified on PEDs? Is that a I, whole? Is that a problem at large with the with horse racing? Is that a normal I, thing? I see both sides of the story in horse racing. You have to high deck because you just want volume at horse and horse tracks. And I mean, that at the time he won the volume at uh, at Belmont, the volume at uh, Pimlico was just through the roofs. Now I'm mad because I bet against Justify, so I want my refund back. <laughs> but uh, I understand both ways. Do they should they take it away from him? Yes, I think they should take uh, the Triple Crown away from him. Oh, really? I didn't even know you could do that. But he's just a horse. He doesn't know yeah, he didn't give a shit. But speaking of things that should be taken behind the barn and shot, what about the Cleveland Browns? Okay, <laughs> Raphael, this was supposed to be the year. Baker had the swag. Freddie Kitchens had it ready. OBJ had the watch. They got everything but the W. What the hell is going on in Cleveland? And should Brownie fans be even more worried and distressed than they already historically are? No, because they play the Jets with their quarterback has a high school disease and belts. <laughs> probably not going to play for the Jets either. It's not so. even a grown-up venereal disease. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. No, it's not. It's I like mean, it's like the training bra of venereal diseases. You know, yeah, what I mean? it's like slutty chicken pox. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna put that on a slutty chicken slutty box. Slutty chicken pox, exactly. Yeah, I think the Browns easily win this game on Monday night, and I think really, everyone's gonna, I think everyone's gonna forget about what happened at home in Tennessee. I just think Baker Mayfield just stressed too much. He was just pressuring, uh, and I think the worst thing that happened in that game was them to score that touchdown real quickly. And then the, the, the wheels fell off after they missed the extra point. So I think uh, Cleveland wins uh, by double digits on Monday night, and uh, the sky will be okay. Because yeah. everyone else in that division lost. The, Brown, uh, uh, the Bengals lost, and the Steelers lost. The Ravens were the only ones that won. So it's not like everyone else won and you lost. That is true. But, I mean, Browns got that shitty line. That is a shitty, shit, shit line they got there. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks to be a Browns fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, other than that, outside of sports, before uh, we let you go, no, you got another call here. What's uh, outside of sports? What's a what's a good bet you guys got going on on my bookie? Uh, I would probably have to say uh, Tyson Fury fights in Vegas in my backyard this weekend. Uh, we have the over under round prop uh, eight and a half. He destroys this guy by by the fifth round. He says he wants to be at the bar. Uh, drinking a beer <laughs> with this fighter by by ten o'clock, so that means that the fight would be over by uh, the fifth who's round. He, who's so, he? Who's he fighting? Tyson Fury? Uh, some taxi cab driver from uh, North Las Vegas. I mean, I, I couldn't even pronounce this guy's name, and uh, he's wow. minus three thousand on this fight. Really? Uh, Odo Wallen or Otto Wallen? It's 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 going to be a bloodbath. So take uh, the under round prop at eight and a half. He's a taxi cab fighter, but Tyson Fury's not really a punch out guy, is he? Uh, in the last two fights, he's won by knockout. And like I said, he's been telling people he'll be at the bar by uh, by 11 o'clock. So that puts that fight over around 10. So that's probably like around the fifth or sixth and round. That is why I do not set the odds, sir. Thank you for calling in. And you know what, Raphael? I want you to be careful out there on those streets. This mono is real. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, I, 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 that's why I always wear a condom over my face so I don't get my <laughs> yeah my bookie doesn't need you on like the IR list for the next seven weeks 
uh, they probably would want me in my bed just plucking out prop bets. So if I had mono, they would probably be happy. I just sitting in my bed just pumping out prop bets all day long. Oh, bro, when I when I had mono, I lost like seventeen pounds, but I was so cut. How old are you? Like sixteen? Uh, no, I got it late too. I was kind of lame. I got it like when I was twenty one. Yeah. Oh, so my wife probably wants me to get mono so I can lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. A lot of people here do that in Hollywood, but uh, it's not called mono. It's called cocaine, sir. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Raphael, thanks again. Tell them where to find you. You can find me over at mybookie.ag. If you see a crazy prep bet on the left side of that column at my bookie, most likely came out of this sick head of mine. <laughs> there you go. Find his prop bets on mybookie.ag. And thank you once again, Raphael. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, buddy? Take it easy, guys. You guys have a fantastic weekend. You too. You too. You too. Thank you. Bye. That go, is Raphael. Right are you going to take some of those? Are you going to take some of those bets and put the money Dude, down? I might. That, that you Arizona should. State sounds like, like, you know, it was legit. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm going to do it. I think I think people should out there sign up for mybookie.ag. You put down. It's fun. You put down fun. 25 bucks. You're going to get 25 bucks free. So you're literally you're literally getting free money yeah. to play with. So sports aren't fun unless there's fear that you might lose everything you own. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like put the mortgage on it. Yeah. The kids' college fund. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Let it all go. The health insurance converted. But uh, yeah. So I'm going to do this. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to sign up for an account. Mm-hmm. We're gonna ha- try to have Raphael on every week for you know a segment on bets, and I'm gonna bet his recommendations. Okay, and uh, before we talk to him, I'm gonna tell you whether those bets went through or not. <laughs> when did you get mono? What's your mono story? I think I was like 15. But you know what I did get? When, when, remember when we were in Reno together? I got <laughs> hand, foot, and mouth disease. Shut the fuck up. You did Would not you get, get hand. Yes, I did. I shared plates of food with you when you had a hand, foot, and mouth disease. It was what that week fuck? where I was Why going through a breakup. Me? I was in my yeah, hotel room like all night. shit that whole week. The whole week. I was just like, woo um, I had hand, foot, and mouth disease, man. I had like little... I didn't realize it until later that um, my friend's like, oh, my daughter had hand, foot, mouth... And I was babysitting, so I was Yo, like, Yo, oh, that's shit. fucking disgusting. That's like... The Hantu virus. That's like some sub-Saharan fucking shit. But you get how it with you, your child. I just missed it. How Trump administration still let you in the country with that kind of stuff? You know oh, we're I mean? tight. You know me and the Trump administration, bro. We're like this. <laughs> What's your mono story, though? <clears throat> I didn't get... I, I went straight to herpes. Didn't get the mono. <laughs> Wait, isn't mono... Isn't all, isn't all part of the same virus? Like some version of herpes? Um... Yeah, no, mononucleosis, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, I'm just an Indian. Don't confuse the <laughs> fucking two. No, that is racist. No, you know, mono, I think mono is a fake disease. I think what happened- I got mono, it is not a fake disease. I think when you're adult, I think when you're adult, there's some contract dispute or something else, he's like, uh, he's got mono, he's not coming, and everyone knows they're full of shit. They <laughs> know it's like, not a real reason. It's like the, uh, I'm running errands. You know, if you don't want to talk to somebody or you're like, yo, I'm busy. I don't want yeah. to deal with you. You just throw out the old I'm running errands. Or and exhaustion. With you. He can't. Ca- oh, as he soon, dropped out because of exhaustion. As soon as you say I'm running errands, that's a wall. You can't yeah. penetrate that anymore because then you're just a weirdo. Oh, what kind of errands? What are you? Why are you in my life? Because mono is interchangeable with chronic fatigue syndrome and Epstein-Barr, right? Yeah. Those are like all the same thing. They're just different words for like someone's sure. just tired. I'm just going with you, I guess. But I had mono, you know? And uh, they didn't know it was mono, mm-hmm. so they they prescribed me prednisone, which is a steroid. Mm-hmm. 
which is the one thing you're not supposed to give anybody who has mono. Really? I broke out in a full body rash. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen How old in are my you? life. I was disgusted. 21. I was disgusted. Like a rash all over my fucking body. But you could bench 250. Oh, goddamn right. I could bench 250. <laughs> and I was on vacation in California at the time. Just like monoed out. It was the worst. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's definitely real. Like, No, it, I know. When you get it in school, you miss school for like six weeks. Which sounds suspicious now. <laughs> it's got to be real. Kids would skip school for a month. <laughs> but uh, it was kind of hilarious. Um, like, everyone found out about it from Adam Gase's press conference today. And he's just so obviously pissed about it. You know, it's kind of funny. <laughs> and this is the same guy, mind you, that was taking smelling salts to get jacked up before a preseason game. And he's a coach. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not he's like a linebacker. Ugh! He's a fucking coach. And the same guy who his wife gave birth, and then two hours later, he was in a team meeting with Peyton Manning, and Peyton's like, what are you doing here? Your wife just gave birth. And he's like, you think I was going to let you win this one? You know what I mean? So, yeah. That's your Peyton Manning impersonation, by the way? Yeah, that's my Peyton impersonation. Uh, okay. I can't do, a, I can't do uh, impersonations. <laughs> I can't even... I can't do it just a, sound like you with like a nose cold. <laughs> I can't, with mono. <laughs> I can't even do an Indian accent. You know what I you mean? You can't? I can't do an Indian accent. Wow. It sounds like... It, it ends up being like, like Scottish Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes like, sense. Hey, <laughs> let's smoke, hey, a, laddie. smoke a joint at three thirty. You know, dude. You know what I hate the most? Just real quick before we move on, this Adam Gaze, Indian comics who still do the Indian voice, like for their parents or whatever. It's like so cheap. It's a minstrel voice thing. Like they're not laughing at the bit. They're laughing because you're monking it up on stage. You know what I mean? You might as well be like yeah. Downey and fucking Tropic Thunder. Yeah, but that's just true with a lot of comics where really what they're doing, people are laughing at the fact that you're making fun of, of a weird voice, but when you're in all comic and you're commenting on other people making fun of weird voices, like, don't you hate those? Like, what's her, what's her chain? We're married to Jordan Peele. <laughs> I don't want to talk shit. But she goes, you know, these these stupid club comics like, yo, man, what's up, though? How you doing? And she imitates a black person, gets a big laugh. I'm like, you're getting, getting the laugh, laugh because you're imitating a black person. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, Indian comics, you shouldn't do the voice. It's but if cheap. your dad does talk like that, then you're actually authentically imitating your dad. If Maybe. one's dad does. Maybe. But if, if, if any comic it, does but, it and their dad doesn't talk that way, they, they should kill themselves. But at the same time, like... The laugh isn't coming from the structure of the bit or the payoff of mm-hmm. the joke. It's coming just from the fact that you're doing what is akin yeah. to a minstrel show. This sounds like someone who can't do an Indian accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's smoke a joint, man, and at 3, at 3.30. Pa, 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 pa. Ratatatat. <laughs> Here's Adam Gase revealing to the world that his adult quarterback has the slutty chicken pox. And then 14 has mono and will be out for this game. <laughs> He's like, can you believe this shit? So Trevor will be starting. And Luke Falk will get elevated at some point and be the backup. So <laughs> that would be that. Who do you think is worse? Fireman Ed, who dresses like... Uh, He's a firefighter. And he's not a firefighter. I don't believe so. And he goes into the Jets. Uh, he's their super fan and leads their cheers or bronies. Which one do you think is worse? Well, I mean, worse in terms of who would I 
hate to see the most, who I think is a worse human being. Worst human being. And aren't bronies all about love? <laughs> I don't know. Are they? I don't really know what a brony is. Is it? A, it's a furry, but with horses. Yeah, it's like the people who are like, "Yo, my I, little brony." I see that you have a supermodel there. Oh, that's sweet, Giselle Bunchin. No, I'd rather fuck Sea Biscuit. Oh, so it's all about sex. Bronies are all about sex. Well, there's bronies who are just into My Little Pony, and then there's cloppers who want to uh, fuck as My Little Pony or okay. fuck my or little fuck pony. My Little Pony as a right. human. Like maybe they're human, but they're like, I want to fuck that pony. Yeah, I think there's a lot of different levels. I think they can also be like, I want to dress like a pony and also fuck that pony. Mm-hmm. Like an actual pony? Like an actual pony. Oh, no. they, like Mr. Hands? <laughs> Google no. Mr. Hands, kids. Yeah. Uh, do you want to see real boni- bronies oh, in action? Uh, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, here's real bronies in action. Very sad about this whole justified situation. It's misunderstood is they think bronies just think we just, oh, collect just ponies and all that stuff, thinking we don't have any lives, but we do. Uh, well, I'm wearing a <laughs> purple Twilight Sparkle Horn, the plushes I got at uh, Walmart. At season three, um, Twilight became an alicorn, which is a mix between a pegasus and a unicorn, and I really felt like the season was over, that we were done, and when they confirmed that we're going to have season four, I, I lost it. I was ecstatic. Uh, I told my mom, and she's like, what? They're like... I like ponies. She's like, okay. <laughs> she didn't really know what to think of it, but she's a lot. She's really accepting of it now. Now, do you, is there? Do you live? With, is your mom? Do you live with her now or no? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was gonna say, what's the over under? I love how that lives with his mom. That reporter was sort of trying to be very casual about the fact, like, hey, loser, you live with your mom, right? <laughs> do you? Uh, I mean, now I just had uh, your current situation. Do you uh, live with her? Uh, this week, Gardner Minshew is amazing. Do you know who Gardner Minshew is? Gardner Minshew is the sixth-round quarterback who is now the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But he is amazing because look at him. He has the most beautiful mustache you've ever seen in your life. Uh, they posted a picture of Gardner Minshew next to Tom Brady, and he's like, one of these guys is 43 and one is 23, and we wouldn't know which one is which. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Gardner Mania is taking over the league. Right? Um, he's going to start next week. Uh, and he's really interesting. They just wrote a article about him on NFL.com. And you know it's a great article because these are literally the first two sentences of it. Flint Minshew wanted to name his son Gardner II without the existence of a Gardner I. His father, Billy, however, wanted his grandson to be named Beowulf. Isn't that Whoa. fucking amazing? Beowulf would have been a badass name. Yeah. So this guy ends up at Washington State. But before that, he was going to go to Alabama, where he would have sat behind Jalen Hurts and Tua Tag... tag I can never say his name. Tago Viola. Tago Viola. And uh, the reason he was going to do that is because he wanted to go into coaching. You know? Mm-hmm. And yep. that's when one Mike Leach called him and said, do you want to be a backup at Alabama, or do you want to lead the nation in passing... We know which path Minshew chose. And, of course, the next couple years down, he led the nation in passing. Uh, Not only that, Gardner Minshew exercises in the locker room using exercise bands, wearing only a jockstrap, shades, and a headband, which I think is amazing. Is he trying to be like the new Jim McMahon? 
I think is that his thing? He's like a character from Major League. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So Steve Steve Spurrier apparently went in uh, to look for him because his son is on the team, and he came into the locker room looking for Gardner. And in Gardner's words, I'm doing my hands in the jock strap, and I've got my shades and my headband still on. And he just comes in, looks, and says, "Steve, just tell him I said good game." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think that's very interesting. I think it's a good move. You got to create a cult of personality around yourself as a quarterback. There are not a lot of quarterbacks that have a lot of like verve and oh, flavor. Sure. They seem very boring in I general. Think, like, yo, he can already secure a local Papa John sponsorship, no problem. Yeah, no, I think that's a great. And Subway, he's there. Yeah, man. No, he's going to get tons of commercials. Discount now. Tire Plus, Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. And I like the porn stash. It's got a very background of uh, yeah. of uh, Dirk Diggler thing going on. Um, but I just love that Mike Leach rescued this man from becoming a coach. Do you know about Mike Leach? No. Mike Leach is a national treasure. He's the former coach of Texas Tech, the current coach of Washington State, and the one who kind of revolutionized this air raid offense that we see in college football. If you don't know uh, Mike Leach, here's all you need to know about him. Here's a press conference uh, from Texas Tech after a tough loss. To make our coaching points and our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriends. Now, their fat little girlfriends have some obvious advantages. For one thing, their fat little girlfriends are telling them what they want to hear, which is how great you are and how uh, how easy it's going to be and how, you know, uh, you know, we had, we had, you know, we had a whole bunch of people. Everybody wanted to win the football game, but nobody wanted to play the football game. Well, I, I mean, that defies every level of uh, work ethic that exists with regard to football. And uh, as coaches, we have to solve our failure on uh, on reaching them, and uh, the players have to listen. And I, I'm willing to go to. Uh, Fairly amazing lengths to try to make that happen. I don't know if I'll be successful this week or not, but but you know I am going to try, and there will be some people inconvenienced. Uh, and if it happens to be their fat little girlfriends, too bad. I love how you brought full circle with the last fat little girlfriends. Now, who is he referring to? There must be one fat little girlfriend in specifically that he's referring to. Fat little girlfriends. What? There must be one fat little oh, girlfriend. Oh, yeah, there's one fat little girlfriend for sure that's fucking up somebody's thing. Yeah, so he's just generally saying practice? fat yeah, 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 totally. It's the Andrew Luck principle all over again. Now, is it fat with an F or a PH? Yeah, it's a good point. But I, I feel like uh, Chris Ballard should have played that to Andrew Luck when he was retiring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so the, the the feminist movement hasn't come after him and make sure, make sure he's banned from he's Mike, college football he's Mike Leach what are they going to do to Mike Leach oh they're going to they're going to sack Leach him cares you think Mike Leach <laughs> you know my letters were written to the university about Mike Leach because of that Mike Leach wrote a book on the Indian chief Geronimo <laughs> really yeah and also Mike Leach loves pirates not like the way like a child loves pirates of the Caribbean he loves pirates the way they like bronies the history yeah. of pirates he studies the history of pirates you know what I mean? It's like a whole thing for him. His He's office a- is all decked out with pirates. Hey, you can find me at my apartment. Um, no, you can find me. I don't know. It's just my name. Just type it in a search bar and shit will pop up. Bill motherfucker. Dawes. D-A-W-E-S motherfucker. Who has the same H&M shirt that everybody is wearing this summer. This is whenever I'm trying to like be casual yet classy. I this love is it. the shirt. I love it. This is the I, go-to. I love it. I hate that hat, though. You look like you're, you know. Uh, I'm just trying to broaden my demographic, bro. You know what I mean? What you, know? look, you look like you're like a stand-in or for uh, Thunder Down Under or something. 
What's it called when somebody's in a play and they're the backup? The understudy. The understudy. (laughs) You look like that. Thanks, man. I love you, Bill. Anyway, see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Bye.